plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners. It is party time. Welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are with me, Cynthia Bryan, your host, your personal guide on the side. I am really delighted to always be here with you every Wednesday where we seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations. My goal is always to catapult you from wishing upon a star to imagining your dreams as if they've already transpired, talking as if you're living your dreams, and then act like everything you need you already have because you are the writer, producer, director, and star of your own life. Well, we've got an amazing show for you today because a very good friend and a co-writer with me, uh, Dr. Bud Balanich, will be with me in uh, segment two in defining success for yourself, how to keep you on purpose, how to help your decisions be clear, how to really take action to have the life that you want to live. He is the author of many, many different books, and you're going to really enjoy hearing him. In our third segment, we'll talk about some safety for your family because we are living in a turbulent world, and perhaps you may want to install a security system. So there are some new things on the market that are affordable and easy to install, and that will give you peace of mind for less than a dollar a day. Well, the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this radio show. You can visit Be The Star You Are at bethestarur.org, or if you don't want to type that many letters, just type btsya.org. Really consider making a donation uh, tax deductible because we are always working on disaster relief and other many outreach programs to inspire and empower others and those that are less fortunate. So we hope that you'll be part of our team and help yourself as well as those around you. This miracle moment is from Dale Carnegie. Most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed to be no hope at all. And I know a lot of people feel like that, that there's no hope, you know, that they're feeling hopeless and, and helpless. But remember, when you keep going, you push ahead, you will get to the top of the mountain because when you're at the lowest, there's only one place to look, and that is up. Now, do you have regrets? Has a friend or a loved one died and you feel that you never really shared your true sentiments? Before you die, wouldn't it be great to let the important people in your life know how much you love them, that you forgive them, or that you want to be forgiven, and most of all, that you are proud of them? It's very important, I think, that that we do these kind of things while we are um, while we are alive, right? 
So it may seem kind of morose, but I was just um, reading an, an article that made me think about the importance of writing a letter um, to those that you love as an abiding gift for when we are gone. You know, it really is an empowering and positive gesture. Recently, I had an acquaintance who died after battling cancer. And having originally been given only three months to live, she decided to get all the things done and said before she went to the great beyond. She ended up living an additional six years, which is truly amazing. And in those years, she wrote letters of thanks, of love, of forgiveness, of acknowledgement. Plus, she actually planned her funeral, her memorial, and her party right down to the last mariachi band. So this was really an aha moment for me. What a lasting gift she left behind. And with her determination and positivity, she actually added five years and nine months to her life. And we can do this too, so that at the end of our lives, we have no regrets. So maybe it's time to write that letter to remember. Maybe make it part of your estate plan. Make this that one last bit of paperwork. We'll assume that we're all very organized and that we have everything else in order, all our papers, a will, you know, a living trust, all those things are up to date. And maybe we even have a healthcare proxy, which we really should. So we have all these instructions that are ready and listed to which our our heirs will get um, some personal mementos from us. But are we really done And this is where this letter comes in. I don't think so. As helpful as all our preparations are or are going to be, where have we mentioned the word love, (laughs) L-O-V-E? There are specialists in geriatrics and palliative care that have had countless um, conversations with people near the end of their lives. And, of course, the most common thing that anybody ever talks about is regret, you know, regret that they haven't spoken enough loving words to people who are deserving, especially to their spouses, or they haven't told their children how much they cared or how proud they are of them or their dreams for them for the future or or just how happy they are that that they were the children that they had. Or perhaps they haven't apologized for doing something that was hurtful. Or maybe they haven't thanked a special friend. But, you know, while we're alive, it's not too late. As long as we can either record our voices or put our pens to paper. Or, in my case, it would be to the keyboard because nobody can read my writing anyway. So think about writing your family or your best friend that, you know, last letter. That shows what's really in your heart. And your words will make their lives really a little better. As I've mentioned a couple of times on the show, that since my mom has died, that my siblings and I are tackling the really tough, it's really a tough task of going through a lot of uh, papers and mementos and a house and a ranch and a barn filled with lifetimes of, of treasures and junk and all kinds of things. But the things that are meaning so much to us are the little things like the cards that we're finding, 
that my parents wrote to each other, the love notes that they sent to each other, the love notes that they sent to us and that we sent back as little kids or even at different times of our lives that they saved. And we didn't know how much it meant to them. So it's often tough to get started on writing a letter, especially when you're still healthy and you don't feel that immediate need. And there is help, though. And there's something that you probably want to find out about. It's called the Stanford Letter Project. And it offers friends and family letter templates for your thoughts as well as suggestions on what to include. You can find these templates and sample letters if you go to this website, med.stanford.eud forward slash letter forward slash friends and family. Now, good letters start the way you might expect, acknowledging the important people in your life, telling them that you love them, expressing pride in their achievements. And maybe you think you don't have to write these things down because you've said them already, but spoken words sometimes get lost in the family scrum. Now, written, they can be held in the hand, they can be cherished for life. And you might also mention treasured moments you spent with your children, with other family members, and of course, with the various friends. And then next comes the harder part. That's when you have to apologize for things. So many patients looking back find themselves really pained by specific actions or behaviors that hurt one of the people they love. Maybe you can relate to any of this. And again, our, our, our method here and our goal here is to live a life with no regrets and to leave a life with no regrets. So we urge you to say that you're sorry. Now, a letter's not going to fix it, say, you know, a distant relish, a relationship that you might have had with a parent or, or a sibling or something that has been really hurtful. But it might make that person, or at least it'll make you feel a little bit better. And if you write this letter while you're still healthy, perhaps it's going to impel you to try healing that relationship. Because, you know, in the end, doesn't matter, you know, what people have said or done. Perhaps we can mend those fences. I mean, maybe not, but it's worth looking at. I don't even want to say the word try because I really don't believe in try. I'm kind of like Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. (laughs) Um, But in any case, you know, consider it. Look at it. In this respect, the letters become kind of a CT scan of your soul, and they open new paths while you're still alive. You can also forgive anyone that you love who has hurt you in the past. If you can, you know, it'll make you feel better, and hopefully it will help the other person realize that they are forgiven so that if it was too hard for them to say I'm sorry to you they know that you understood and that you forgave them anyway so it's solace for those you love it's cathartic for you there's always you know when they say forgive forget and forge ahead you know that saying that people have sometimes it's really hard to forget you can forgive and you can forge ahead but By holding any grudges, the only people that get hurt by that is the person that's holding the grudge because often the person that was the perpetrator doesn't even realize that they were being a creep or being disrespectful or whatever it is. So 
death doesn't end, you know, doesn't end your responsibility to those that you leave behind. And a last letter from you should come from you as one of love and one of reconciliation, not of spite. So remember to thank people for their love, for their care that you have received from them. And you can also say goodbye. Uh, I just have such warm thoughts, although they were sad when my father died in my arms. His last words were, he had no regrets because he had married the woman he loved. He had raised his five children and he had worked in a profession that was his passion. He was a farmer and he fed people. He said, I am dying a happy man. I have lived my dreams. And that inspired a whole new life for me of which this radio program and the eight books I've written are all part of it. So I really want to encourage you to write that letter, put it in your will or in a drawer or someplace where your precious things lie and you know that your heirs are going to get it. And when you're ready, you might even want to deliver that letter in person this is going to be a long-lasting gift to you and to your family so it's a letter to remember and i do hope that you will uh, in and encourage you to include this as part of your lasting legacy you are listening to cynthia bryan this is star style be the star you are we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. When I come back from this little short break, Dr. Bud Belanish will be with us. So don't go away. I am really excited that you're here with us. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of showbiz. Well, thank you so much for staying with us. One of my favorite people in the world is with me right now, Dr. Bud Belanis. She's a leadership consultant, a career success coach, a motivational speaker, a best selling author of many, many books. And, of course, an influential blogger, Harvard-educated, no-nonsense. I had the great, great uh, honor of meeting him several years ago, and Bud has actually contributed to two of the books in the Be The Star You Are series. He lives in Denver, Colorado, where I imagine it's probably snowing, and I just want to say welcome back, Bud, to Star Style, Be The Star You Are. Well, I'm really, really happy to be here, Cynthia, and uh, we have the best of uh, uh, both worlds here. It's not snowing here in town, but we've gotten a lot of snow in the mountains, so we're having a very good uh, early ski season, which usually means that we'll have a great late ski season. So it's perfect. It's uh, 40 degrees and sunny here and snowy in the mountains. (laughs) Well, I'm sure that is music to all athletes' ears because Colorado is is kind of the, uh, the place to go when you want to have a great ski season. So glad to hear that. Well, uh, but I'm so glad that you're joining us. Uh, You wrote The Gift of Clarity for the new book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. And we want to talk about all the things that you've been doing since you submitted this chapter and all the different books that you have written. But I'm wondering if you would be so kind if you would read your chapter because clarity is something that is so critical to success, yet we rarely stop to think about how clear we have to be on our purpose and our goals. Would you be able to read the chapter for us? I'm more than happy to do that, more than happy. And, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, I've been teaching a course for uh, um, young uh, master students at the University of Denver, and one of the things that uh, we talk a lot about is intentionality in terms of how you go about your day-to-day life and planning your life and career, which is in many ways the same as clarity. It's basically being able to move forward in a way that's very intentional to help you get what you want. So uh, these days I actually like the word intentionality or being intentional more than clarity, but for our purposes here I'll read to you a little bit uh, from my chapter about clarity, the gift of clarity. I like the word intentionality. That I think that is a that's really really good. They both go hand in hand, clarity and intentionality because we do have to have a clear intention of where we're going if we want to get there, right? So, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, actually I think it's a better word. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's a for great now we word. can use them synonymously. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Glad you brought that up. Okay, so this is The Gift of Clarity, Intentionality, and this was written by Bed, uh, Dr. Bud Belanich. Okay, and you know, you're the only person who calls me doctor, but thank you for that. Uh, anyway. You know, the reason, the reason but I have to is you worked really hard to get that. <laughs> and I think that you deserve yeah, I, I, it. I agree with you on that. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just really, on luck. really hard. So I want to, I want to honor you and give you that, that little lift. But, you know, we can be, you can still be Bud or, or BB, whatever you want to be. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Gift All of right. Clarity well, by Dr. Basically Bud. Basically an excerpt from the chapter. Here we go. <laughs> 
When I was 25, if you asked me what I wanted to be doing when I was 50, I would have told you running a one-person consulting, coaching, and speaking business from my house. Guess what? I've been running a one-person consulting, coaching, and speaking business from my house ever since 1988. My clarity of purpose propelled me towards my goal. And to me, clarity of purpose all begins with a clear picture of how you define success for yourself. My clarity of purpose guided my decision-making. I knew that I wasn't equipped to be a successful consultant at 25. I needed two things, more education and more experience. I took a job in the training department of a large oil company. While I was working there, I went to school at night to get a master's degree. My degree helped me get a management job in another Fortune 500 company. I was getting the experience I needed, but I thought that I still needed more education. So when I was 30, I quit my job and entered an interdisciplinary doctoral program at Harvard. I spent three years studying at the Harvard Business School, the Harvard Kennedy School of Government, the Harvard Graduate School of Education, and the Sloan School of Management at MIT. When I finished my studies, uh, I was a doctor, and I took an internal consulting job at a very large pharmaceutical company. Finally, in 1988, when I was 38, I struck out on my own as a consultant, speaker, and coach. It took me 13 years of work and study to get to where I decided I wanted to be when I was 25. But my clear idea of what I wanted out of my life and career kept me on track and moving forward all these years. I'm 68 years old now, and I've been doing what I set out to do all those years ago for over 30 years. And to me, um, that that's an excerpt from the uh, chapter, to me, that's the whole idea of the power of clarity and also, as we've been talking here, uh, Cynthia, uh, the power of intentionality. Right, right. Well, you know, it's, it's amazing how important it is um, for you to recognize that you had to have that intention in order to get where you're going, but you had to keep on going. It took you 13 years of really dedicated, hard work, hard study to get to to get where your goal was. And so I think the lesson that we need to learn from this is that we have to keep on going. Things don't come on a silver platter. Yeah. Well, you know, it took me 13 years to actually get to the place where I started doing what I wanted to do. Uh, you know, that's this whole idea of, I think, clarity and intentionality. I, I had had some, I had met some people who were doing what I wanted to do, and that was helpful for me because uh, I know that a lot of my coaching clients and a lot of uh, people struggle with this whole notion of, well, what do I really want out of life? And I was fortunate because I observed some people and said, hey, that's what I want to do. But once I had that clear picture, and I'm not saying that that's an easy thing for people to uh, um, develop, uh, that clear picture in their head, all the decisions that I made um, about my career and jobs that I took uh, had a lot to do, uh, had everything to do with how I was going in my uh, the direction I wanted to go. And I sometimes have to sacrifice. Uh, uh, at the time I decided that this was what I wanted to do, I was living here in Denver. And I love living here in Denver and Colorado. It's a wonderful place. But the job I took with, the, with an oil company was in Ohio, in small town mm-hmm. Ohio. So I'm an urban guy, and I'm not sort of a Midwestern guy, and there's nothing wrong with small town Ohio, but it wasn't for me. 
but it was the right thing for me to do because it sort of helped me move in the direction I wanted to do based on my clarity of purpose. Well, and I think there's the there's the key there is very often we have this what we think of being clear or setting our intention, but we're not really willing to sacrifice to get there. You know, I mean, people who really want to be successful, they may not be able to go out on Saturday nights or Friday nights, or they may have to move to a different location for a certain amount of time to get the skills they need, you know, to accomplish what they want. So by expressing what you've been through, we can learn that, yes, you can come back to Denver. <laughs> but I you did. Have to, and you did. You're there. But you, but you may have to give up something. I know when I first met you, you had written a book called Straight Talk for Success, Common Sense Ideas That Won't Let You Down. And I, now, I mean, what are, you've written at least a dozen books, I think, right? Is that about right? Um, maybe more. But well, uh, about five or six on success, but several more on uh, leadership and management. Exactly, exactly. But I, th- this one on success, I think it just, this piggybacks on what we're talking about, is b- because I always called you the common sense guy, and you were known as the common sense guy, but I felt that you really had just some very concrete ideas on how to get from A to Z, uh, you know, with, yeah, without having to skip the BCDs. I mean, you do have to go through the process. So you are coaching, teaching, doing seminars, writing blogs, etc. What are some of the key issues that you see happening maybe today with young people, millennials, or the new people coming into the marketplace? Because the book that we just did that you're part of is Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers. So I'm a boomer, you're a boomer, and we are working with a lot of young people what are things that you're seeing that's happening that are very different? Well, you know, you kind of raised a little bit of a sore spot with me there. You know, the Millennials to Boomers book I really liked, and I am a boomer, born right in the middle of the baby boom in 1950. But, you know, when people start to sometimes talk poorly or uh, badmouth on millennials, I get a little frustrated because I don't know if this was your experience, but a lot of the things that people say negatively about millennials, you know, want things to happen too fast, uh, are entitled, they used to say that about us when, exactly. I, when, we, well, when we were in our 20s. But so, you know, that's uh, what I say in the beginning I think of sometimes the we make too much of uh, sort of uh, generational kind of differences. But I do think that, uh, you know, when I, watch, when I see, uh, and, and I've been really fortunate to be able to deal with a lot of millennials uh, these days because of, uh, I'm kind of retired from my consulting business, uh, but uh, teaching at the University of Denver in both the undergraduate and MBA program. And I see, I think that a lot of these people, even though I was pretty career-oriented, seem to be much, have much more direction and focus than I did, uh, certainly when I was uh, uh, as an undergraduate. So I, I'm pretty impressed with young people, and I really do think that uh, the young people that I've, that I've met, when I see their commitment to things like the environment, when I see their commitment to uh, basically social justice, as well as their career, they're not just interested in making money, I have lots and lots of hope for uh, how, we're gonna, uh, how the future is going to uh, develop here. I with also you. I would like to you know, I make completely sure that agree, but about, uh, it sounds I mean, like I actually I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, it sounds like my journey was kind of like a straight line, but it wasn't. I mean, there were a lot of wiggles in the road, and, you know, there were times when I said, well, you know, do I, I'm pretty comfortable in this company. Do I sort of give up on my dream? Uh, what I'm thinking about doing, uh, you know, I'm having to move around the country to do this. Um, and, but yet, uh, it, it wasn't like a straight line. It was more like a meandering river. Uh, and I think that that's uh, advice that I would give to young people is that um, your journey towards a successful life and career is probably going to take some uh, twists and turns, but as long as you keep that image of what you really want in mind and when you're presented with opportunities and you can say to yourself, does this particular opportunity move me closer to my, my goal or my dream or is it going to take me in another direction? Uh, and it's okay if it takes you in another direction if that's what you decide to do consciously. But I mean, it, it meanders. It's not a straight line. Mm-hmm. I did this, I did this, I did this, and therefore all of a sudden here I am whatever, you know, vice right. president of, uh, you know, Fortune 500 company or a music executive or, uh, you know, some kind of a, an entrepreneur in Silicon Valley. So to me, it's, it, it is a journey. It's one that should be enjoyed. And it's also one that will have some twists and turns and unexpected things. And you need to keep in mind where you're going uh, to make sure that some of these twists and turns are going to take you closer to it. Well, you know, I I couldn't agree with you more, and I write that right in the in the very beginning of the book, in the introduction to the book, and I give all the generalities and assumptions that have been said about millennials. And then what? But my experience is that they're smart, affectionate, funny, socially responsible. They're goal oriented. They are multicultural. They're highly intelligent, innovative, studious, inclusive collaborative. I really love millennials. And I, I really have found that they're, they are, um, they care. And what you said about they care about the environment, you know, they care about social justice. And I have not, I just don't seem to run into the ones that feel entitled. And I also like the fact that they reach out and ask questions. Because as you know, you know, I produce the teen or the young adult radio show, Express Yourself. And we have over 40 hosts and reporters from around the country on that show. That's also on Voice America. And it's really exciting how they really want guidance. You know, they, th- this is a show for them to express who they are, their voices unedited. Yet, you know, they're, they're always asking, like, well, how can I do this better? What do you think of that? I really appreciate that um, idea because I'm not so sure that I reached out for guidance. Not that I felt I knew it all, but I was maybe embarrassed to ask for help. You know, I mean, it's like asking was kind of a tough thing. So, so, um, Bud, let's get to the things that you are doing now. You were just saying that off the air, you were telling me about something that you had just written because you had an experience that, you know, made you want to share something. Do you want to share that on the air? Oh, sure. Uh, I am um, on an editorial board of a um, pharmaceutical uh, marketing magazine, and I write a career column for them every other month. And uh, the, just a couple of days ago, I submitted uh, my latest article, and it was about um, microaggressions and micro um, affirmations. And, and if you're not familiar with what those are, 
Um, you know, microaggression is a small thing that you can do that can kind of cause somebody a little bit of pain. And oftentimes it's very fleeting. And a microaffirmation is a small thing that you can do that can help somebody feel good about themselves. And it's kind of funny. I grew up in Pittsburgh, and uh, my dad was a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And uh, they were playing the uh, Denver Broncos uh uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was watching the game, and so I got thinking about my dad. And I remember, oh, this is 20 years ago, uh, he and my mom were out here visiting, and we went to the mall. And uh, this is even before I had my Kindle, and I, and I wanted to buy a book. <laughs> so he waited outside, and I, I came, I bought my book, I came out, and, um, and my dad wasn't a particularly sophisticated guy. He only had uh, gone as far as high school. Um, and uh, But anyway, he said, would you get your book? And I said, yeah. And he said, uh, is it a novel? And I said, yeah. And then he said, fiction. And, you know, obviously a novel is fiction. So like me, sort of uh, in not at my best, in kind of an exasperated tone, said, Dad, novels by definition are fiction. Mm-hmm. And he had like a little quick pained look on his face, but then we went on and everything was fine. But I don't know why that flashed into my head, but it that was a true microaggression. I mean, the correct answer was, yeah. I mean, I didn't need to show off how smart I was or what I knew about uh, novels uh, being fiction or what he didn't know. And that was really kind of, excuse my language, kind of a shitty thing to do, you know, to anybody, <laughs> let alone my father. Yeah. And yeah. so I was, uh, uh, the point of the article, I was, I, I told that story in the article, and then I was uh, talking about that, hey, if you really want to have uh, a strong career and you want to uh, be able to uh, have people in your corner and be helpful to you, what you want to try to do is be aware of your behavior, and as much as possible, because we all get frustrated and none of us are ever going to be perfect, cut out those uh, microaggressions. Mm-hmm. And do what you can to build the uh, micro affirmations. And you know, you and I were kidding about uh, you know my uh, uh, honorific, you know, the doctor. Oh, yeah. the but doctor. Um, that's a micro affirmation. And uh, you know, and and so uh, people who choose to do those kind of things, little things that can make people feel better about themselves, as opposed to and, and avoid uh, little things that can make people feel worse about themselves, are going to be able to build a strong network, a strong group of people who will be around them, who will help them uh, when they need help. You know, I'm so glad that you you shared that. Thank you very much because we're all humans in training and we all make mistakes and we all blurt out things that we probably shouldn't at times that we probably shouldn't. And some people are going to forget it and it didn't mean anything, but other people hold on to those those little things. And you know, there's that there is that um quote that people are not going to remember perhaps uh, what you said, but they're going to remember how you made them feel. How you and made them feel. Micro- that's, really, that's truly important. And those microaggressions make you feel like crap. Yeah. And because, because, you know, all we have to do is look in the mirror and we can see it. I mean, I get really upset when my husband will criticize something, you know, like say, oh, my gosh. What is that? Are you getting another wrinkle or is that a pimple? Or what? <laughs> I mean, hello, I can see it. I know it. Don't tell me about it. I know it. Now, if my zipper's down, that's another thing. Yes, please do tell me. <laughs> but, well, we, you know, I mean, there are things that we don't need people to 
to bring to our attention because we already know it, right? So yeah, well, you know, I earned all my wrinkles. I don't know about you, (laughs) and I don't recall you as having too many. Because I smile a lot. I'm a happy girl. I'm always, I'm always up to having fun. I really believe in waking up in the morning and saying, "Yay, it's morning!" You know, I mean, I really do. And again, all of us have bad days, but I really choose to see the positive and uh, and to live in that atmosphere. So I'm always smiling, and it's interesting because um, you get a lot of smile wrinkles but i've earned them all i'm very happy about that so okay when you so smile tell at people they smile back yeah i smile back that's exactly right hopefully it makes people it makes other people want to smile because you smile at them i'm a big believer you know my you i have three rules in life smile have fun and be willing to be wild and crazy, which means taking that risk, going out on that limb, you know, because that's where the fruit are. I mean, measured risk, not being not being dumb about it. But I really do believe we all have a choice of how we live our life. So uh, Bud's website is budbelanish.com. It's B-U-D-B-I-L-A-N-I-C-H.com. So Bud, in the just a few minutes that we have left, tell us what you're up to how people can reach you, what kind of work you uh, you actually want to do, because you just mentioned that you're kind of semi-retired from some of the things. But when I look at all the things you are doing, um, I don't know if I'd call that semi-retired. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm busier than ever, but uh, uh, it seems. But, um, I, I, you know, people can... if. If you, people go to my website, they can click on the blog, and uh, if they if they want to sign up there, they can get daily motivational quotes from me, and um, and then also I, I I still do a lot of uh, um, career coaching. I've been doing a lot of work helping young people find jobs lately, and so you know that that that'd be the best place. Just go to the website budbillanich.com, and you know let me say one thing. We're talking about. You know, micro affirmations. Uh, you know, today uh, they had the George H.W. Uh, uh, Bush's uh, funeral in Washington. Yes. And he was well known for doing something that is a uh, kind of going out of style these days writing thank you notes. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, he even joked at one time that he got to be president because he wrote so many thank you notes. And that's another micro-affirmation, something that uh, can set you apart from other people, taking the time to actually sit down, put pen to paper. And my handwriting has gotten terrible since I've been keyboarding so much lately. Uh, And uh, sending people uh, just a thank you note uh, for something that they've done for you. That's another way that you can actually distinguish yourself uh, as a person and as somebody to be reckoned with, but also, and probably more important, you can help somebody else feel good about themselves. And you know what? I really agree with you. I'm a big person that writes thank you notes. My handwriting is also, I, you know, everybody thinks I'm a doctor because <laughs> my, they look like prescriptions. You can't even read them. My kids even say, Mom, you know, don't even bother writing. Just um, type it out because I'm keyboarding everything. However, I really believe that whether you write a handwritten one and put it in the mail or even send an email, sending in a thank you is really the most important thing because expressing gratitude is good for everyone. And the more gratitude we show in life, the more we will have to be grateful for. So showing your gratitude isn't just, you know, giving the the affirmation to the other person. It's actually 
enlarging your soul because you are grateful. So thank you for sharing that. That's something that I, I tell to everybody when I'm coaching as well is write a thank you note as soon as you possibly can because it's powerful. It's a really powerful thing. Well, Bud, it's always a, a pleasure to speak with you. I'm so glad you're part of our STAR team. I really thank you so much for being part of both books. You're part of Be the Star You Are for Teens and Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. And I love that you really um, love millennials as much as I do. And the next generation coming up, I think that we always have to keep our minds open and realize that everybody has something to offer. And you, as a career and common sense guy, you know how to create the life and career success that people deserve and desire. So thank you, Bud Belanich, Dr. Bud Belanich. But just his website is just budbelanich.com, B-I-L-A-N-I-C-H. You're a gem, Bud. You're Thank you, and I tell you what, I'm the lucky one that gets to work with you, so uh, thanks for having me on your show today. Oh, uh, well, you're just awesome. Thank you so, so much. Well, that's Bud Belanich, the common sense uh, guy, your career mentor, so if you are struggling literally with anything, please go to his website. You can find out about his coaching, buy his books. If you're looking for that right job, he's probably the right man to uh, to talk to. I am Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Don't go away. There's more to come. I'll be back in a bit. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Successful decision makers realize victory is only achieved by strengthening your natural instincts. You have to go with your gut. Consider the following tactics. Focus on solutions. Explore alternatives. Clear your mind. Listen to your heart. Breathe, go into action, be proactive, distinguish between decisions and outcomes because you do have the control over your outcomes and not of the ultimate results. You focus on preparing for the worst case scenario rather than daring to see all the possibilities. You gravitate towards being reactive instead of proactive. Just trust your decisions. Developing your intuitive sense is similar to learning any new skill. The more you practice, the more proficient you'll become. Your success is ultimately about the actions you will take based on how well you listened to your guts. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. Be the star you The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. 
Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show do you understand why I love Bud Belanich so much? He really has some incredible ideas, and he's such a caring person. He really is uh, looking for the best in everyone and really wants to help you create the life and career success that you deserve. So make sure to go to his website, BudBelanich.com, because in this day of technology, you can get coaching you know, over the phone, Skype, all kinds of great things, as well as if you're in the Denver area, that's where he is. Well, years ago, when I was just a sweet young thing, <laughs> working as a photo double for the very famous pinup girl, Farrah Fawcett, a front page photo and article about the two of us together appeared in a major newspaper. The next day, our home was completely burglarized, and besides the valuables that were taken, many personal items were also stolen, including photos, my slippers, undergarments, and you know, things that were really very disturbing to me. So to say that I felt extremely violated and vulnerable is and was an understatement. Farrah Fawcett was so popular at the time that the very next day, a different newspaper reported the burglary and they actually listed my address. I came home from the police station to people waiting around the block. It was filled with people wanting autographs. I was completely freaked out. It was, I wasn't Farrah, but I guess I was the next best thing. So, yes, it was overwhelming. It was so overwhelming, I had to move from that house. And from that day forward, all of our homes have had some major security systems. And they were all very expensive. But now with technology, you no longer have to spend a lot of money to protect yourself, your property, and your belongings. So you can get peace of mind for about a dollar a day. So when I was reading about this, I thought, aha, I definitely want to bring this to my radio audience because don't we all want to feel safe and secure? And our home is supposed to be our temple. It's supposed to be our safe place. It is the place that we go to for refuge, and we don't want to constantly be thinking that, you know, it's going to be um, tramped upon or violated in any way. So there are these new wireless home security systems, and they're, they're very inexpensive, and they're very easy to install, and they are portable. They're much, um, you know, mine were all hardwired, Um, In the early days, they were landline-based. Those were all the predecessors. In addition to notifying authorities about any break-in or any other emergencies, these systems can alert you to all kinds of other threats, from carbon monoxide leaks to even a furnace that is maybe going on the fritz. 
They can also help you track the comings and goings of people in your home, like, you know, your kids or uh, your dog walker or a cleaning person or a delivery person, for example. And they can advise you when someone opens perhaps a drawer in your house, a drawer of valuables or or even uh, the medicine cabinet or perhaps even the liquor, the liquor cabinet or your wine closet. So most systems use your Wi-Fi network to communicate with devices inside your home, and they use a more reliable and tamper-proof and or tamper-resistant cellular network to send alerts. Most are also connected to a professional service that will contact the authorities, the police, the fire department about emergencies, and that's a really, really an important thing. And the good news here is you can expect to pay $25 to $60 a month for that service, but unlike many in the past, companies don't even require you to have long-term contracts. And some home security companies actually allow you to forgo that professional monitoring if you don't want it. Now, that'll reduce your monthly cost, but you will be on your own, of course, if it comes to uh, to alerts, especially if you're out of town or something. You probably would want somebody to come to your house. Now, these are smarter systems. Many of the new security systems still come with a wall-mounted keyboard, but they can also be controlled using an app on your smartphone. Most can also communicate with Alexa or Google Home devices if you have those and if you want to have them, as well as other smart home technologies such as smart locks, lights, and thermostats. And once everything is connected, you can instruct your security system to complete many different tasks all at once. For example, you could lower your temperature, you could turn off lights when you go to bed, you could... um, Probably even, you know, get the coffee pot going (laughs) before you get up. But before you buy a system, you need to check how the equipment is installed and the type of technology that it uses to communicate with you or with the service provider and the monitoring plans that are available to keep an eye on your home. Many companies will send a a technician to install the system for you if you're not so inclined to do it yourself. But um, you may be able to install all, all of these wireless systems that are available today yourself in less than an hour. So if you're handy at all, this might be a really good thing for you. Now, you generally place sensors on doors, windows, and other areas of your home that you want protected. And then you connect to the system's hub, which controls and communicates with all of those sensors. And then to an electrical outlet and to your home's Wi-Fi network. Now, with a professionally monitored system, you probably will qualify for anywhere from a 5% to a 20% discount on your homeowner's insurance premium if you own your home. Now, with that being said, that discount might pay for you to pay that $25 to $60 a month, whatever it would cost to have your system monitored. So you need to look at that and evaluate whether that's going to be the right thing for you. Some insurers offer a small discount to homeowners that will have a self-monitoring system. So when you do install a security system, make sure to check with any of your insurance policies. I don't know how it works for renters, but I would definitely inquire in any case. Now, if you're looking for a reliable but a flexible setup that you can install yourself, here are a couple that I have found. I haven't tested them myself, so and I'm not 
I'm not endorsing them. I'm just going to give you the information and you can figure it out for yourself. One is called um, Simply Safe. Now, it starts at about $230 for the foundation kit. And then there is an essential kit from uh, Abode. Now, Simply Safe is S I M P L I S A F E. And Abode is A B O D E. And that one starts around 230. In both cases, you select the kit that includes a window and door sensor, motion detectors, hubs, and there you can get all the additional components that you want, such as security camera, water sensors to detect leaks, etc. Now, neither of those companies require you to have your system monitored, but they both do offer it in case you want that. And with both plans, you can control the system with your smartphone and you can get video recordings from your cameras and they all pair with, you know, with the Alexa and Google Home and all these other home devices. But And there's probably many other ones out there, but I just at least wanted to give you a couple of them. So hopefully that'll give you a bit of food for thought because at all times of the year, we want to be safe and secure. And especially, um, especially if you have children around, you want to make sure that your family is safe. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for being great listeners and allowing me into your life every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you are always tuned in to Voice America. And this is the Empowerment Channel. And then, of course, don't forget that we also have Express Yourself Teen Radio currently It is airing on Tuesdays at noon. That might be changing to Sundays, but we'll keep you programmed. You can go to starstyleradio.com to always find out if we're going to be changing days or times. But this show is always life. Remember, you can change your life. You can make your dreams come true. And here at Star Style Productions and Cynthia Bryan, we want to help you do that. So for more information, about Star Style, visit CynthiaBryan.com. You can uh, book consultations and coaching with me by sending an email. We can do them by Skype or by phone or in person. If you'd like to make a donation to Be The Star You Are charity, we hope you will visit BeTheStarYouR.org. We are always working on disaster relief for places around the United States as well as we need donations to maintain our outreach programs and our radio programs for adults, families, women, and youth. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. I want you to see beyond your physical being and know you already are the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate each moment of your life. And read a book this week. It's like a garden in your pocket. And may I be so bold to suggest Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. It will change your view on boomers and uh, millennials because we love them all. Until next week when we celebrate again, remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles do keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. I thank you and I encourage you. Be the star you are. Make it a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire, most of all, make a difference. And thank you for joining me. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are.
been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.